0: Tonight on True Today, we're gonna be discussing the migrant invasion in this nation. We'll also bring a prophecy update on the mark of the beast and the World Health Organization power grab that is ongoing. This is doomsday for America and our constitutional republic. We'll also be discussing faith, pride, how Christians are continuing to celebrate pride and rebellion to God that and much more, right now on Truth Today. Well, good evening, and thank you for joining us here on Truth Today. Uh, my name is Pastor Sharam Hadi, and if you're new to our program, we welcome you. If you've been with us for a while, thank you for your faithful continued support of Truth Today, which is part of Truth in Love Ministry. Um, we apologize for uh, coming in a couple minutes late again tonight. We had some technical difficulties, which we always do, because the enemy doesn't want this information to go out. But uh, we, we prayed, and uh, now we're here with you, and we're excited that you can be with us. And this is a power pack show. You don't want to miss this show. Again, um, uh, we have my guest tonight, Leah Holman. We'll have him on just in a minute. But wanted to just give you a quick... Um, reminder for our ministry. If you're on our Rumble page right now, please go to our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Subscribe, check out all of our content. And if you're on our website, please go to rumble.com slash Hadian, rumble.com slash Hadian. Three things I need you guys to do. One, subscribe if you haven't, then please like and then share so we can continue to go around all of the shadow banning and all the censorship that we have in uh, uh, in this nation uh, along with uh, Christians so or, or, or against true Christians that are speaking the truth. I um, want to sort of set up the foundation tonight. I mentioned to you on our Tuesday show that it's really important for us to understand the big picture. One of the things that we try to do in this ministry is look at the big picture. We always start, uh, as you know, with the Word of God because that's our foundation. But tonight, just for the sake of time, we're going to bypass that just because I want to get to our guests and I want to, we have so much to cover tonight. But I will say that this is ultimately a prophecy alert. This is ultimately talking about Bible prophecy because, because a third of Scripture is prophecy. And so much is happening right now, folks. So much is happening so quickly that is fulfilling Bible prophecy showing that we're in the last days and we need to continue to occupy and fight and stand our ground. We just had a conference here in Tennessee uh, that was called Stand. Having done all, continue to stand. We have to be countercultural. We're in this world, but we're not of it. And we got to continue to be able to make that fight until the Lord takes us. We stand for righteousness no matter what. We cannot compromise in any way, shape, or form. It is not about giving in. It is not about being lukewarm. And so it's very important for us as Christians to understand that what is ahead of us. I covered a lot on Tuesday about the growing persecution. I covered a lot on Tuesday about the weaponizing of our government against Christians. Um, the, the fact that uh, the, the, the government uh, now, all of a sudden, is, is, is claiming that they're concerned about houses of worship or about churches uh, as far as safety leading up to 2024. But I told you Tuesday, it's nonsense. They are not concerned about the attack on true Christians, the attack on those who are what the Bible calls the remnant. We know in the last days, there's gonna be a remnant, a small percentage of God's people, and we know there's gonna be a vast majority that are the lukewarm Laodicean church, the seventh church of the book of Revelation. That's the end time church for us, folks. That's why it's the seventh church. That's why it's the last church before all of these events are gonna happen. And that's the church we're gonna be also talking about tonight and the situation with um, that. The, 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 as the church goes, we've said so many times, the nation goes. As the church goes, the nation goes. All right, we're gonna jump in here because, uh, again, I don't wanna waste too much time. We have a lot to cover. And I want to bring in our guest, my good friend, Leo Holman. Uh, Leo, if you want to just unmute your, your uh, uh, audio there. And uh, Leo has been busy, busy this week. Uh, um, I think you had three or four articles this week alone um, because I was going to cover, Leo, the, the article that you have on the migrant invasion, uh, the powder keg that is happening in America. We're gonna talk about that first, but you have other articles that you came out with. Anyway, thanks for being on tonight. Uh, how are you doing, my friend, first of all?
1: I'm doing well. Very good to be with you on here today. Sharon. Awesome. thanks for awesome. having me. I
0: appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, I know you gotta go from our show to our friend Brandon's show after this, uh, but thanks for being with us uh, tonight live on the air. Listen, yeah, I wanna jump in because I read this article that you had written last week. Um, and, and I watched a video that is in this article. So folks, again, uh, do we have, Drya uh, just the image for that article first? Let's bring that image up and make sure we have audio with it. Let's go ahead and bring this up real quick. Uh, we're good on the audio. Yeah, so this is folks, the image, whistleblower video, migrant crisis creates, quote, powder keg ready to explode in American cities. All right, Leo. What do you mean by powder cake? Let's come back to Leo and I. What do you mean by powder cake? Uh, Jay, you got to you got to correct his his uh, his thing there. That's okay. We just had a couple of technical difficulties uh, with with his name is on on the wrong side of the screen. <laughs> there we go. Um, so uh, tell me about just summarize this video. I wish we had time to play it tonight because I know you got to go uh, and again be on with Brandon House, but summarize this video, this whistleblower, summarize what's going on in these major cities and what most people are not hearing about this invasion that has come in, uh, into our nation with these illegal aliens. I, I I don't call them immigrants. I call them what the legal terminology is, illegal aliens. So just give us a synopsis of what is going on in New York and other places, with this whole situation,
1: yeah, we we uh, often get a distorted view of these illegal aliens or migrants, as the media likes to call them. Whenever we see a report, you know, on CNN or ABC or even Fox News, it tries to portray them as you know downtrodden uh, people who've traveled for thousands of miles. They get here, they're tired, they're desperate. They don't have anything but the shirts on their backs. These poor migrants, and don't have anybody to care for them. They're they're tired. They're hungry, and and that's what we see. Well, uh, we got a very different story from this video put out by a uh, independent reporter by the name of Savannah Hernandez. She has a YouTube YouTube channel called Sav Says, and she interviewed a whistleblower. At the Rowe Hotel New York City. this is one of the largest hotels in the Big Apple. 5,000 rooms uh, Sharam that typically go for $500 a night. Wow and all 5,000 of these rooms are now not rented to tourists who will you know spend money in the city and add and contribute to the city's economy. instead, The mayor has worked out a deal with the federal government where he's filling not just this hotel, but all of New York City's major hotels with these illegal aliens, and they are catered to for their every need. They get three square meals a day. Mm -hmm. They have all of their medical expenses paid for, children enrolled in local schools uh, even have laundry service. Uh, and and given credit cards to spend in their uh, their free time. And uh, so it's like being on an all-expenses-paid resort vacation, okay? Wow. Uh, here at these hotels. And this particular one, the Row Hotel, is like one block from Times Square. So it's a very ritzy area, glamorous area, and they're just having the time of their life. And the reason I say that these cities are powder kegs in the making is because what happens, Sharam, when the funds get cut off and the party's over, and there's no more free food, free alcohol, drugs, and sex, which is all documented by this whistleblower, uh, children even being uh, left unattended for right. days at a, at a time, uh, You know, uh, rooms being trashed with parties, guns being found by the... Uh, the, the housemaids, the cleanup crews come in there and have found guns, which you know are illegal because how do you purchase a gun if you're an illegal immigrant? You can't do it legally, right? Right. And so my contention in this article, <coughs> excuse me, is that this is all being done on purpose.
0: Mm.
1: And it's mm. not just going on. It's not just going on in New York. It's going on. The, the whistleblower even said that many of these migrants are like Traveling vagabonds. They'll stay in New York City for a while until they get tired of that. They've seen all the sites, they've done everything there is to do, and they move on to Chicago or Philadelphia or D.C. Uh, this is what he said, not my words, his. And so the reason I believe we have powder kegs in the making is with these thousands of migrants. Illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, flowing through the border every day and being bussed into the interior now, uh, uh, into New York City, into D.C., into Chicago, into Atlanta, and being put up in these hotels and being catered to like they are, when the gravy train comes to an end, what's going to happen? We're going to see a lot of violence, a lot of potential rioting.
0: Uh, it could be a long, hot summer, Sharam. That's right. That's right. Again, folks, uh, go to Leo's website. You see on the screen there, uh, click on this article uh, that was just from last week. And Leo, they got to watch this video. It's, it's, it's maddening. It's not just because of what it's doing to this hotel, but even they were interviewing uh, the shop owners in the, you know, again, like you said, this is downtown Manhattan. This is like prime real estate close to Central Park, close to Times Square. And yet uh, the shop owners are saying there's no business anymore because of the violence and 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 just the, the nature of what's going on around the hotel. Um, I agree with you 100%. This is intentional. This is... Um, not an accident. You said you actually had, had reported a few weeks back again about the invasion that we see predominantly, and we saw in the video. We see predominantly uh, military age men, military age women. Not a lot of, uh, you know, big families. There were some, um, but but this is, uh, and yet the benefits that they're getting, oh, by the way, you and I were talking this before we went on air, now the mayor of New York, because they're running out of money and they're running out of space to be able to do this, the mayor of New York is now saying that they want um, to see if they can create a buddy system that the uh, people in New York would be willing to take people in as a roommate and we'll pay yes. you 125, $130. really you're going to take somebody in a foreigner from another nation that has not been vetted you don't know what what medical that was the other thing in and the, that they were talking about all the diseases and all the medical yep. issues and and there's no testing and there's no um and so uh you know again we don't have time so you to, think really you- to get into this but i uh, encourage people watch this video you you, you, we need a little bit of righteous indignation. We need a little bit of righteous. We need to watch this and understand because it's that righteous indignation, I believe, that will then raise us up to say, wait a second, this is what's happening in our country. But listen, there, we got-
1: uh, yeah. uh, Sharam, there are 70,000 of these uh, illegal migrants in New York City alone. New York City's police department, the NYPD, right. Only has a total of thirty-six thousand officers, uh, sworn officers. So, if these seventy thousand were to start rioting, it what would the New York City Police be able to do to stop it? They would be totally outgunned and outmanned.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And 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 uh, and so. Uh, do you think, one last question before we get to the next article, do you think this is also leading up to 2024? Because uh, I covered the memo that came out of the Department of Homeland Security last week that, oh, in in gearing up for 2024, um, and, and I think we have this somewhere because, um, uh, actually, let me just go to this article real quick because I want you to comment on this. Dryer, uh, bring up the Biden's counsel to keep, um, no, keep going, uh, Right there. Uh, bring this article up, see if Leo can, uh, hopefully Leo can see it. Uh, he can't see it? Okay. Biden's counsel to keep churches safe includes Al Sharpton and three well-known Islamists, including, go ahead and come back to me then, Dryya, including Mohammed Majid, the same guy that Biden appointed to the uh, Freedom of Religion Commission that is part of the interfaith, multi-faith network. Then you have Salam al mariadi Muslim Public Affairs Council. Uh, these, are, these are known members of the Muslim Brotherhood, by the way. Uh, yeah. Then you have Talib Sharif, who serves as Imam and President of the DC-based Masjid Muhammad. So that the DHS comes out and says, we're really concerned about violence leading up to 2024 at houses of worship um oh by the way who are they going to put on this commission a bunch of muslims and the lgbt so right. and the interfaithers so they're not worried about actual christian churches and 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 they're so do you do you think that again this is part of the agenda to foment prepare for the violence next year or maybe even Absolutely. later this year
1: Absolutely, I think the more chaos that they can generate, that that will behoove them in trying to get whoever it is they want in the White House, uh, because it will take the focus away. Because lo- more than likely, if we look at the pattern, uh, their candidate is going to be another dodo brain. You know, somebody. Look at Joe Biden. Look at Katie Hobbs in Arizona. Look at that guy who. Uh, won the Senate seat in Fetterman. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Federman. Yeah, these are people who are complete incompetence. Uh, but it doesn't matter because they hold the right views that the deep state wants, and uh, they don't even have to debate in many of these cases. You know, uh, so they the more focus that they can take off of their candidate and just say that, just tell their people. the the likely Democrat voters that this candidate stands for A, B, and C, you know, abortion on demand, LGBTQ uh, to the max, uh, gun control, just tick off the key issues and they got their vote. They don't have to, uh, they don't need to debate. Uh,
0: Exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, I I think that as the field gets, I, I was sickened to have to watch Mike Pence last night Um, announce his run for president and then throw Trump and all the January six people under the bus again. And uh, he's so sanctimonious, it just is unbelievable. And then, you know, you have, you're gonna have the feud between Trump and DeSantis. You have the, uh, the fact that there's more indictments coming. Now the, the, the Justice Department is talking about an indictment against Trump. And then on top of all of that, now the House is saying that based on the whistle, the FBI whistleblowers, they're gonna impeach Biden. Although it's all talk, I won't believe it till it actually happens. They're gonna impeach Biden. Um, and, and and at least force him to resign. You know, if they impeach him in the House, the Senate probably won't impeach him, but maybe he'll resign, blah, 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 whatever. But yeah, this is all theater. This is all theater while they're destroying yes. this nation. This is yes. part of the Islamic uh, Marxist communist destruction. Um, speaking of the, the deeper state, speaking of the bigger picture, let's go to the next article, Draya, that Leo has on Michelle Bachmann. Um, let's get to the Michelle Bachmann because I wanna get the update. Um, uh, right there uh, on what came out of this World Health Organization, um, power grab 2023, uh, and then this whole thing with the QR code. Uh, yeah, go ahead and bring it up. Go ahead and bring it up and then uh, I'll, I'll have Leo comment. So there's the article for Michelle Blockman on who power grab. This is historic. This is historic. We will all be assigned a QR code. This is the end of government in the United States if Congress doesn't act. Wow. Go ahead and come back to us. Yeah, that, that
1: was quite, quite a statement there. And, and I think we can get, almost guarantee that Congress is not going to act because very few of them, if hardly any of them, are even talking about this whole issue with the World Health Organization uh, uh, playing fast and loose and trying to Uh, take over national sovereignty, and our government, frankly, is leading the charge. The Biden administration is the one leading the charge to uh, uh, pressure nations to hand over their national sovereignty to this UN body, the World Health Organization, uh, in a new pandemic accord and new amendments, about 300 and some amendments to the international health regulations, which are uh, sort of like the bylaws of the WHO that have been in place in one form or another, you know, for 50 years or more. Um, last, they were last amended in 2005, and now they want to amend them again to uh, uh, bring in these digital health certificates and also. Uh, you know, play hanky-panky with sovereignty, like I had just said. So uh, Michelle Bachman actually was there in Geneva a couple of weeks ago at the World Health Assembly where uh, this was all talked about. Not a single nation, she said, spoke up up against this uh, sovereignty giveaway to the WHO. Uh, They're scheduled on a timeline right now, Sharam, to actually vote on it one year from now at the next World Health Assembly in Geneva in May 2024. But unless some things change or unless some nations were just playing coy and staying quiet uh, this year, uh, I think we can look forward to this passing um, and all 194 nation member states of the WHO will hand over their sovereignty on what they call uh, public health emergencies and think of all the things that could be classified as public health emergencies. Right. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, climate change could right. be pigeonholed yep. into there. Uh, I mean, look at the big dark clouds over New York City right now because of wildfires in Canada. Yeah, That's all being blamed on climate change.
0: Yeah, but, but yet now it, they're, the Canadian government's admitting that this is more than likely arson. There was multiple fires set or multiple fires started almost simultaneously.
1: Yes, yes. But they will try to blame stuff like this on climate change and say that it's it's affecting people's health and we now need to mandate uh, this, this, and this, all these new laws, uh, and if you don't comply, then you know they will be having, what, bring blue helmets into your country and enforce it? Uh, what will be the enforcement mechanism of this? We haven't been told yet. Um, so Michelle Bachman was uh, did a, a great interview a couple of days ago with uh, Jan Markel of Olive Tree Ministries. I've got the uh, a clip of that interview in this article. Yep. I encourage encourage people to listen to it. Uh, but this is all about uh, this is all about getting the app on the cell phones and uh, where people will basically be treated like. Uh, chattel property, Sharam, like cows hmm. in a feedlot where she, you'll be ta- tagged, tracked, and traced everywhere you go in real time.
0: She, she uh, again, folks, we're talking about former Minnesota Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, who is now the dean at, um, is it Regent? Uh, or no, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Regent University. Um, he, here's a statement she makes in that interview, which is just, um, I mean, it's mind-blowing. She says this it's is chilling. post-democracy, post-constitutional republic. Because when you give up the sovereignty, that, 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 that that's all a nation has. And it's not just America, it's all 194. So this is happening lockstep. Like you said, 194 nations, folks. And she's saying, this is it. Like, like, I mean, you and I have talked about that, you know, like we have a republic on paper only, right? I mean, we've talked right. about that. But now she's saying this is it. This is the end of the republic. This is the end of, of, of any kind of representative democratic government. I mean, that's quite a statement.
1: This, this is the official sellout to the one world system. Wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, the B system. Been, of Yeah, it's been going on for decades. Right. Uh, but but this is like the final, they're in the final implementation stage. And if something doesn't change, we've got like one year left, uh,
0: Sharab, and then it's wow. game over. And this is consistent, again, with the March 12 statement from the Trilateral Commission, the globalist behind the globalist, that said "Year t- 2023 is now year one of the new global world order. So folks, they're declaring it, we're not. Uh, Prince Charles, or no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, King Charles. King Charles <laughs> is now uh, calling for that powwow in New York City in September during the United Nations General Meeting where yes. they want to accelerate Agenda 2030. To, yes, they boy, want oh, to expedite,
1: expedite yeah. the Agenda 2030 sustainability goals. Oil boy, oh, yeah.
0: boy. Dry, Bring that image up that I had. Leo's probably saw that 2023 image that I had. I, I felt this so much in my spirit, Leo, last year, that this year was a pivotal year uh, between uh, pushing back for God's, system and the beast system. I just felt this was a, a critical year, yes. 2023, kingdom of heaven versus the beast system. And boy, are we seeing that they they are right. full throttle. Um, and so and, and then so this leads into. And wait, your, if
1: we could just ju- interject real quick, he yeah, wants please. to acce- he, he wants to accelerate, as you said, the uh, U.N. Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. Now, what are those goals? We don't have time to go through them here, but I want to mention just one. Goal 16.9, goal 16.9 of the UN Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals says that they want to create a digital birth, uh, a digital birth registration for all people starting at birth. Wow. Uh, and so, I mean, they don't use the word digital. They just say a birth registration for all people, uh, a, 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 but but if you look at their literature, when they talk about a birth, uh, an identification number assigned at birth, all they talk about is it being digital. So, of course, it's going to be digital. Everything they say at the World Economic Forum, at the United Nations right now, is about pushing digital identifications. Uh, and we already have 12 states here in the United States, one of them is Georgia, the most recent that has rolled out digital ID driver's licenses so wow. it's 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 happening in real time it really is Sharam. it's you no have, longer no longer futuristic
0: no no and you have another article on your website again folks as I said Leo had a, a, a just just power it was a power packed week of, of stuff that he put out so again please go to his website check that out support his ministry uh, but but check out that our, our article that he, you have about these 12, 12 states. Uh, this is like Australia, New Zealand other nations that are doing this where your, your, your driver license will be on your phone uh, with, a, with a QR code, right? It'll be like scannable, right. face recognition, right. all that stuff. Oh man, so you have an article here that actually says the World Health Organization, do we have that on the bombshell, on the mark of the beast potentially being that this is preparation right there. Look at this folks. Uh, we're gonna bring this up just in a second. Uh, this is one of Leo's articles, Mark of the Beast 666, who makes bombshell announcement launching digital health certification network. Will the mark soon be foisted upon the people of the world? Wow. I mean, that, that's a headline right there. Talking about uh, Bible prophecy alert folks. And so uh, is this digital health certification what you're talking about, right? Is that what you're mentioning yes. that this is what they want from birth?
1: Right. From birth, they want everybody to have a digital ID. Correct. And uh, people, they're, they're going to bring it in in different ways. They're going to bring it in for the uh, so-called vaccine passport for international travel. But as we can see now here in the United States, they're also going to bring it in through the driver's license. 12 states. And most of them, I have to say, are either eight or nine out of the 12 are Republican states.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're talking states like Georgia, Mississippi, Utah, Arizona. Uh, These are not liberal states. So uh, you need to get on to your Republican governors, your Republican state legislators and say, we don't want this. This is technocratic tyranny coming in uh, through the medical system, through the driver's license system. Uh, it's all going to be end up as the same system, the beast system, that tags, tracks, and assigns a social credit score to every human being on the planet, just like they already now have in China.
0: Folks, this is Revelation 13 coming alive. This is, again, as we've been warning on this program, the one-world government, the one-world economy, working with the one-world religious system. And I remind people, Leo, all the time, if you read the book of Revelation in, 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 in chapter 17 in the Bible, it is the beast, it is the false prophet, it is the false religious system, folks, that leads yes. people to take the mark. They're the ones who are going to tell people, this is wonderful, globalism is great, uh, this system is great, just like, in, just like we saw in COVID, where all the yes. churches that lined Co- COVID
1: up- was, COVID was a dry run for what is coming? For what is coming? It was a it was a dress rehearsal. Correct. That's right. That's right. And look how many churches participated, and in, in in this movement to get an experimental mRNA vaccine into the arms of their people, uh, they said it was a good thing. It was loving your neighbor to do this. Uh, it, it was all all uh, characterized in humanistic terms. Do this for your neighbor. Do this yeah. for grandma. Uh, uh, what about God? What did what would God say about changing your DNA? Right. That was never discussed. Never. That was never brought up at the never. pulpit, except for
0: in uh, a very few churches. That's right. And and just folks, just as Jesus said, both in Matthew and Luke, just as it, as it is in the days of Noah, and just as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah with Lot, so shall it be before the coming of the Son of Man. So we see the the movement towards great wickedness. We see the movement towards changing your DNA. We see the movement towards this just unhinged um, uh, uh, sexuality. And and now normalizing, we we were just talking about this with some friends the other day, normalizing uh, the entire aspect of the um, uh, adult to child pedophilia. Uh, The United Nations, of course, came out and wants to uh, not you know wants to decriminalize pedophilia and wants to normalize it and you know it's it's uh, it's uh, 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 minor attraction and uh, this is just uh, wow the level of evil and yet Leo the problem is so many churches are not teaching They're, they don't teach Bible prophecy they don't teach these things I know you got to go soon um, can you just give us a, a two minute we we're, listen. I'm going to be gone next week. I'm going to be on the road for about 10 days. And when I come back, we've got to have you on because we've got to do a whole show, I think, on ju- just a whole show we could do on your latest article. Bring this up, please, Drya, as soon as you get ready. Um, ch- churches taking up interfaith, pride, mantle with Jews, Muslims, and Hindus, all striving to virtue signal to the advancing one world beast system. Um, This, there's so much here. There's so much here. You talked about uh, Chick-fil-A going woke, uh, Hasbro, the LA Dodgers, of course, Bud Light, Target, we covered that last week. Um, uh, um, I, I kept telling people at our church last Sunday or two Sundays ago, stop drinking Starbucks, stop supporting these companies. But you talk about in this article, this interfaith alliance, which by the way, not only have we come up against, if you remember, Leo, when Brandon and I had our conferences uh, canceled and, and, and shut down last minute in um, Wisconsin and Minnesota, there was a part of the Interfaith Alliance that was behind that. When I've been protested at events, the Interfaith Alliance has been in, in the midst of that or, or part of their local groups. But they're, wow. it's called, listen to this, folks, it's called Faith for Pride. Wow. Do we have that image, Dry, that I just did last week that, you know, pride comes before a fall? Where is that image, right? The Bible says pride comes before the fall, before the destruction. And and how dare we? How dare we? Now we're going to have faith for pride? Can you just give like a two-minute synopsis of this? And again, we're going to bring you back on and we're going to dig into this one. Because this, is, and, and, and we got to explain, why on earth are the Muslims?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's a whole other discussion, because, because all of a sudden the Muslims in Maryland and Michigan and, and Minnesota, oh no, no, they're, they're turning on the LGBTQ+++++. plus 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 plus. Now we have the LGB, do you see this latest one, Leo, where now it's the two-spirit, they're putting that two S in front of it, where they're joining with the Native Americans. We're saying we're, we're gonna have the two-spirit LG. So this is demonic. It's, folks, it's manifesting that this is demonic, but faith for pride.
1: Yes, it's, uh, this interfaith alliance is led by a gentleman named the Reverend Paul Rauschenbach. And Paul Roschenbosch is an interesting character. He comes from a long line of uh, well-known leftists. He's the great grandson of Walter Roschenbosch who is known as the father of the social gospel. Mm. Uh, he's mm. he's his other great grandfather is uh, former Supreme Court Justice Louis Brandeis, a Jewish. Mm. Uh, he was the first Jewish justice on the Supreme Court. Very liberal, very uh, mark culturally Marxist, uh, and so he, he, as the saying goes, the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, and so he's taking up the mantle here and going full bore in defense of the LGBTQ madness uh, that we see going on. This just this obsession in our country with everything uh, LGBTQ. Uh every week they add another letter to it now. I think it's LGBTQI plus. Uh yeah. I don't yeah. even well, I don't even know what the I as stands I said. For. Now they're
0: adding this 2S in front of it. They're trying to add to, to, to connect with the native Native Americans and yeah.
1: Yeah. And so anybody who's not on board with this, according to the, the Reverend Paul Roshenbrosh, you are a horrible person. You are a hater. Uh, and and you need to be confronted, and so he started this organization to do exactly that. He says they're going to organize, and they're going to go to bat for their LGBTQI plus brothers and sisters, and make sure that they're not discriminated against. Uh, not discriminate against is that not ludicrous? ludicrous? All you have to do is put LGBTQI <clears throat> or that you are non-binary or whatever on an application and if you're not hired, I mean, sue the company and you're going to uh, own the company right now, I think. Um, you know, these are the last people being discriminated against.
0: Exactly. Uh, uh,
1: these, these, this is the favored class of a people in America right now, even above other minorities. They, they have been elevated ablo- above Muslims, above uh, black people, above Hispanics, even above women. We yeah. see women now being persecuted and 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 being uh, uh, held, having to compete with men in sporting events. Men pretending to be women. Uh, it's very. This movement is very denigrating to women. And and but this this Reverend Paul Rajenbos, thinks this is okay. And if you don't think it's okay, he wants to make sure that you. Uh, uh, have your uh, uh, that you are are labeled as a bigot, uh, some kind of a homophobic horrible person.
0: Let me read. Let me read uh, Paul Roschenbosch word from your article, Leo Baptist minister. He claims to be a Pap- Baptist minister. Yes. And he says, quote, the majority of faith groups and congregations across the country are inspired by their traditions to celebrate the inherent dignity and worth of all people, including the many beloved LGBTQ members of their communities. Now, listen to this, folks. But an extremist minority is working to distort the meaning of religious freedom to discriminate against those who identify or believe differently than, than they do. As people of faith, it is vital that we fight back against these heinous efforts and voice our support for our LGBTQ plus siblings' rights to live with full dignity and safety. Join us in celebrating faith for pride. Quote, we're not going to let this happen to our LGBTQ siblings, not on our watch. We need to organize. Um, and I love what you said again, that this is the epitome of the Laodicean lukewarm church, this is the epitome of. Of and you said it. You said this is apostate. These are fake. These are fake Christians, folks. These are not Christ followers. They don't know Jesus. Jesus would deny them before the Father in a heartbeat because they're denying Jesus before man. We have said it time and time again. This is a great delusion in these last days. But you're right, Leo. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, you, you you were just when you were talking about like. What happened to black people? I, I just, I was thinking about this, like what happened to Me Too, the Me Too movement, right?
1: Right. Uh, uh,
0: 2000, what, uh, 19, then BLM, right? Yep. Of course, the Muslims always play the victims. Yeah. And as I said, when we have you back on, I know, I know we gotta let you go. When we have you back on, we gotta talk about this whole Islamic connection as well uh, people have to understand this, and, and I'll talk about it a little bit, folks. When because uh, Leo's got to go, but Leo, thank you for all the reporting. Thank you for what you're covering, um, the breadth of what you cover. Uh, I know a lot of it is not covered by other other journalists, and it's hard these days to find people. Um, you know, the, the, the few outlets that, that actually the, the only the only reason I'm able to do it, Sharam, is
1: because I'm completely independent. Yeah. If I worked for a corporate media, even a conservative corporate media outlet, I would not be able to write about, as you said, the breadth of topics that I uh, write about on a daily basis, because I would have to conform to what they want reported on. And that usually is
0: not this type of stuff. That's right, folks. So listen, please, folks, go to, first of all, pray for Leo, pray for his family. Go to LeoHoman.com. you see on the screen there and also prayerfully consider donating to him to keep him going so that we can have those independent journalists. Uh, amazing job, Leo. Thank you for what you're covering. Thank you for coming on with us tonight. Um, we have a lot to uh, watch and and, and and pray about. And ultimately, in your articles, you also talk about solutions. You talk about us standing, and we've talked about this—the uh, need for us l- organizing locally with other like-minded Christians yeah. and, and and believers, uh, so that we can withstand and, and 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 stand our ground. I wish I had time, maybe a thirty-second answer. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but. Do you think we're pretty close to the tribulation?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I really, I don't see how you can't. I mean, everywhere you look, uh, Sharam, it's just coming at us from so many different angles, right? I mean, it's like all of this stuff is converging at the same time. And it seems to be building towards a crescendo moment. Uh, that's how I feel. And more and more people are telling me they feel the same way as born again yeah.
0: believers. I do too. I do too. So brother, God bless. Thank you for being on. I know you got to get on, get a few minutes rest yep. and then say hi to Brandon. If you get on there for me, say hi. All um, right. I said, hi. And, uh, again, have a blessed week and we'll talk to you all. As I said, I'll, I'll, I'll get with you when I get back from the trip and we'll have you on. Cause I want to cover this article and dig into this inner faith. This is so dangerous um, and, and such a maligning of Christ. God bless you, brother. Thanks for being awesome. on with and us. Tonight.
1: You, awesome. Thank you, Sharam. And you have a safe trip uh, next week. Take Thank care. you, my brother.
0: Thank you. God bless. God bless. Bye. All right, folks. So, listen, uh, powerful stuff. Again, please check out um, his, his, his articles. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention, Dry, can you bring up the two houses image that we have, please? Again, folks, this is why I teach on the two houses of Islam. This is why you have to understand, why would the Muslims in, in, in you know, with this interfaith alliance and um, uh, in, 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 I just read an article in Memphis and these other places, why would they side with the uh, LGBTQ plus and then other places they aren't? The reason is because there's two houses. Dar al Harb, as you see on the screen, is the house of war. When they're in the lower house, when they don't have control yet, they operate by deception. When they go to Dar al-Islam, they don't operate by deception. They have to tell the truth and they have to live according to Sharia. So folks, this is why um, it's very important to understand that that's what's going on. So the Muslims in Memphis, or the Muslims in the Interfaith Alliance here are celebrating the LGBTQ, but yet the Muslims in Maryland now, the Muslims in, in, in Hamtramck and in Dearborn, Michigan, the Muslims in Minneapolis, they are now turning on the LGBTQ. They're now protesting against the LGBTQ and the push for transgenderism in the schools. Why? And by the way, as Christians, we should not see them as our allies. Do not see Islam as an ally. There may be politically something there, but spiritually we cannot align because when we take our stance uh, in the culture, we take our stance for Christ. We don't take our our stance for political expediency. We take our stand for Christ. And I'm gonna be talking about this tomorrow night when I'm in Wisconsin, I fly out tomorrow morning and I'm gonna be talking about engaging, how, why it's important for Christians and young people to engage the culture. But engaging the culture does not mean that now you align with those who have a false spirit. And Islam is an anti-Christ spirit, just like transgenderism, this trans spirit is again an anti-Christ spirit. We've said it time and time again, it is against God and they're working together. So, oh, why would the Muslims and the and, and the liberal Jews work with the LGBT trans? Ah, it's it's the same spirit. But when that spirit of Islam gets the upper hand, then they're gonna turn. You see, the two cannot coexist because it's a divided house. So you know, one of them's gotta win out, just like the globalists working with the with the Islamic world the two are gonna clash at some point. But let me get to a couple of other articles. Um, We just got about 10 minutes left tonight. Speaking of this LGBTQ insanity. Oh, actually, yeah, let's bring this up. Thank you for bringing that up. Here's this article, folks. Look at this. Muslim-led coalition protests in Montgomery County, Maryland against the LGBT books in the school. You see what I'm saying? So you have the interfaith alliance, you have the, interfaith rallies in various places across the country where the Muslims are participating uh, in support of. And then you have in Hamtramck, Michigan, and 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 I covered this with the two Muslims that are running in Minneapolis in the 10th Ward, where one is more progressive, the female, who she's actually right now, the current city council member. And then the Somali Muslim Warsami Sami who's running against her is a fundamentalist Sharia following Muslim. And so now as that uh, area of Minneapolis is now Dar al-Islam. It's now in control of the hands of the Muslims. It's Cedar Riverside. That's where the mosques are broadcasting the Islamic call of prayer five times a day over 20 city blocks. Um, that's their territory now. And so where Sami is sending a message to the progressive Muslim, get in line. We're not going to support the LGBTQ++ plus 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 feminists. And we've been saying this for years. The LGBTQ++, plus plus plus, the feminists and the leftists, and they're all useful idiots using the historic terminology. So it's very important to understand this dichotomy. How can in one nation you have Muslims siding with the LGBTQ plus feminists, and then the other part of the nation not, is because of two houses, and we'll talk about that more. But here's another article from The Washington Stand. Look at this. Despite the fact, before you bring this up, Jariah, despite the fact that you have what happened to Anheuser-Busch, right? Massive, massive uh, devastation of their stock and of their worth. Then you have what happened to Target. You have what happened to some of these other countries. No, no, no. Nike, folks, get rid of your Nike shoes. Stop buying Nike shoes. Nike pokes the bear by collaborating with child sex change doctor. Let me get. Let me just share this with you. Controversial doctor Blair Peters, who you see, the Daily Mail discovered in a leaked email, will be taking part in this summer's Nike United Pride events, which intend to celebrate the past, present, and future of our global LGBTQIA plus community. So though though Nike had a big bomb, right, when they felt the wrath of Americans for hiring Dylan Mulvaney, you know, that dude that thinks he's a she, to sell sports bras, oh, that's sickening, okay? I almost threw up in my stomach. The dude selling sports bras, how perverted are we? Is now they're going for broke, now they wanna go all in to celebrate a doctor who commits these gender mutilation surgeries on children. How is this not criminal? But that's what we have with these woke corporations and the ESG, Environmental Social Governance Corporations, that are running the planet now. Uh, so they, 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 um, uh, they wanna uh, spotlight this barbaric practice that 19 states, have now outlawed, okay, so 19 states in this nation have now outlawed gender surgery on minors. And yet Nike is gonna highlight a doctor that is performing those. Why on earth would you support Nike with $1? With $1, why? Why can we not mobilize like we have been? And the article, I read another article Listen, folks, I think the majority, and Leo was talking about this in one of his articles as well, the majority of the Americans that are getting upset, it's not the churches. It's not coming, the, 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 the anger is not coming from the churches, it's coming from average Americans. The papa bears, the mama bears, they're the ones who are getting fed up with this nonsense. They're the ones who are getting fed up with their children being groomed and, and targeted by drag queens and trans, they're the ones. Where are the churches? Where are the pastors? Where are the Christians? Oh, no, they're in the interfaith alliance. Baptist, minister, Russian, whatever. No, that's that's the church. No, that's not the true church. But that's what the end time church looks like, folks. And it's disgusting. And the Lord is gonna vomit them out. Listen, the Lord is gonna deny every one of these that claim to be representing Christ. So, um... Peters goes by the Twitter handle. You can't make this nonsense up. Queer Surgeon. That's his Twitter handle. Bragged in a now deleted 2022 tweet that he performed gender-affirming mastectomies for three young adults and adolescents today. He also admitted to irreversibly altering children's bodies in another video for Oregon Health and Science University, where he works. It it's just unbelievable unbelievable Um, what's going on. Let me change gears here real quick. Couple of political issues that I wanna cover. Um, As I already mentioned, uh, the Biden article again, let's try to bring that up real quick, not this one. Uh, Biden's counsel to keep churches safe, including Sharpton and these three Islamists. I told you last week, do not trust Department of Homeland Security. Do not trust this uh, old Biden administration. Remember, the rumors are that Obama, if Biden doesn't get impeached, Obama may run as his running mate. And I don't mean Michelle or Michael Obama. I mean Barack Hussein Obama. Even though it's a clear violation of the 22nd Amendment, no, that's what they're posing out there. These, These now leftist lawyers and Uh, Constitutional lawyers are saying, no, it absolutely could happen. It's not a violation of the 22nd Amendment. Listen, they'll do anything to keep Trump Trump out of office. They'll do anything to keep Trump out of office. But uh, I told you last week, the fact that the Department of Homeland Security came out and put this task force together, now you see who's on the task force, right? LGBTQ, uh, liberal Jews, and three Muslim Muslim Brotherhood operatives are gonna be on the task force protecting churches? No, protecting the liberal churches, protecting Islamic uh, mosques. That's who they're gonna be protecting, the LGBTQ. They're not gonna be protecting true Christians who are standing up against this evil and this perversion in our nation. Uh, don't believe that, uh, Uh, This is part of the church. And then let's go to this one. Uh, Walls closing in on Biden. I don't know, maybe. uh, This is Infowars. They get a little bit uh, dramatic in their headlines. Uh, House to, quote, absolutely impeach over $5 million Ukrainian bribe reported by top FBI informant, potentially treasonous. Again, as I said to Leo, I don't believe it till I'll see it. If the House actually impeaches Biden, and then it goes to the Senate. Yes, it's feasible, according to the article, there may be enough pressure to, for him to resign. But so what? What does that all mean? What does that mean? Kamala? I mean, look, he's not running the nation, right? He's, he, he's got to follow cue cards. He's got he's, he's to he's be told where to walk. Do we think that this senile buffoon is running the nation? Like what Leo said, Fetterman and Feinstein and... Katie Hobbs, these people are inept. They're not running this nation. There is a deep state running this nation. Obama is part of that. And then of course it gets way deeper than that. But um, I don't know, Um, will it go anywhere? Will, will, will Will they actually impeach him? And oh, maybe by the way, this is why the United States desperately wants to Uh, be all in on Ukraine and start World War III? Ah, maybe it's about getting rid of evidence. Maybe it's about getting and killing off those Ukrainian officials that could actually shed light on the truth of the uh, Biden-Clinton cabal. Oh, maybe it's destroying the 15 bio labs in Ukraine that are responsible for uh, creating some of these biological weapons that are called viruses. Maybe that's what this is really about. And then did you see, as I said, turncoat Mike Pence comes out yesterday and says, oh, if he was president, he would immediately put more money into Ukraine. Folks, doesn't that tell you anything and everything you wanna know about the rhino party, the Republican party, that is absolutely part of the deep state. Remember, and I saw this when I ran for governor in Washington state, the higher up you go, the more you become uniparty. It's not two parties. It's a uniparty ultimately the higher up you go. We need we the people. We have to at the local level, this is why I keep advocating local, 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 local level, local activism, your county sheriff, your county commissions, commissioners, maybe, maybe a handful of decent school uh, districts still out there. Most are corrupted. As I've said all, over and over again, I'm advocating for homeschooling. I'm adv- advocating for private Christian schools. Um, I, I think the schools are not going to be saved. But, you know, you guys do whatever you want. But uh, nevertheless, the solution has got to be local. It's got to be with we the people. It's got to be with us putting together alternative systems for education, healthcare, care, um, financial, our own credit unions, our own communications network, our own food supply. That is the only way, folks, that we're going to occupy and get through with the Lord's help what's coming um, and what's coming is an increased level of persecution governmentally and ideologically. Uh, I, this, 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 this new task force on protecting the houses of worship, I don't trust it one bit. I believe it is absolutely to infiltrate. They wanna use it under the guise. They're, they're putting money into it. They wanna infiltrate churches, in my opinion. They're gonna infiltrate churches like Patriot Church that are actually standing for righteousness in this this nation, ministries like ours. And by the way, did you see that the Southern Poverty Law Center, who has labeled our ministry as a a hate group, we were the only church in Washington State that was a hate group. Now we're the only church that I know of in the state of Tennessee that is labeled by them as a hate group. But now they're coming out and labeling all these parents' rights organizations, Moms for Liberty, and such, as hate groups, anti-government hate groups. This is part of the agenda. Don't let it stop you. We cannot let it stop us from standing for righteousness, being the ecclesia, the called out assembly of God, the, the bride of Christ, and standing. Listen, uh, I, I, I pray you were awakened today by this show. I pray that you understand in a deeper level how close I believe we are to the tribulation and uh, to these hours. But we don't know the day or the hour, but we do know we gotta push back. Please get a copy of our brand new DVD, The Great Pushback. Order your copy now, get it, share it, wake people up. TILministry.com slash pushback or just go to slash order for order page. And remember, we are now doing our pre-orders for our brand new DVD, One World Religion Rising. It is already recorded. It is in post-edit. We're prayerfully, if there's no delays, and the June, early July, it will come out. So please, please, please get your pre-order in so we know how many of our initial initial batch to order. Also, remember our events calendar on our website, folks. I'm going to be um, starting at uh, tillministry.com. Go to our events calendar. Uh, starting tomorrow, as I said, this is a big, long trip. Uh, please pray for us and please pray for my wife and kids at home. Uh, she'll be here for 10 and a half days, but... Um, we have lots of people coming and checking in on her, and thank God we have a great support system here. But please uh, listen, uh, we're, I'm gonna be in Wisconsin tomorrow night for this amazing youth conference to mobilize young people to, be, to, to activate and engage the culture. Then Sunday, uh, the, June 11th, Priest River, Idaho, Priest River Community Church, morning service, 10 o'clock, evening presentation, two different presentations. I'm gonna be doing our brand new presentation that's called The Battle for obeying God versus government. The battle for obeying God versus government. Must see come out uh, there. Then Tuesday uh, the 13th, Kalispell, Montana. Great pushback. Thursday the 15th, Great Falls, Montana. The great pushback. Um, Friday the 16th of June, Helena, uh, One World Religion Rising. And then Sunday, June 18th, Father's Day, I got a presentation I'm so excited about. It's called The Battle for Godly Masculinity, Dads on the Front Lines. I love this image, one of my favorite images. That's what we need to be as dads, taking all the arrows and protecting our kids against every, every arrow of the enemy. Put on your armor, folks, and gear up. So remember, candlelight, four services, four services, 7.30 in the morning till noon or whatever, uh, come out if you're in the area, North Idaho, come out to Candlelight and um, be blessed on Father's Day by the, hopefully by the work of the Holy Spirit. So we got a long trip and then later in the summer we're looking at uh, Dakotas, uh, possibly back to California uh, and then maybe, maybe back to Minnesota sometime in late fall. So we'll see how things go. But again, if you want us to come to your area, please contact us at tilministry.com. Finally, as we wrap up tonight, would you prayerfully consider supporting our ministry? Uh, TILministry.com/donate. We are 100% supported by you. Uh, this is what this is how we make it go uh, for the shows for traveling. Uh, TILministry.com secure donation. Also, if you want to mail in a check, please go to um, PO, uh, mail a check to PO Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee 37802. Please make the check out the Truth in Love Ministry. Truth and Love Ministry, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. And then if you want to go further and be an ongoing supporter, prayerfully consider our Gideon Army, where you pray for us, and then if you're able to uh, do a monthly donation, any amount. We have people who do $5 and up. Any amount is a blessing. Thank you to every single one of you that is part of our Gideon Army. Thank you to every single one of you that supports this ministry. Not only does it cover these shows and pays for our live streaming and, and text alerts and all those things, but folks, it allows us to travel. I don't charge when I travel. The travel expenses are off the roof. Last time it was almost $3,000. This time it's gonna be probably about the same. But we pay that out of our pocket so we can go. We don't charge a dime. They take it an offering. But there's no guarantees because the Lord is in control. But your support helps to send us. So thank you for supporting us. I pray tonight's show was a blessing. Make sure you check out Leo's uh, website as well. This is Pastor Sheraw Amhadian. I want to thank you for being with us. Now, next week, quick heads up next week, we do have pre recorded shows because I'm on the road and we, and we just didn't have time to record new content. So please still tune in or go to our Rumble page and check out. We'll have some shows. That are pre recorded from previous events. I'm going to be uh, highlighting my talk at the conference um, that is uh, Choose Today Whom You're Going to Serve. We'll play that probably on Tuesday and uh, uh, possibly uh, another sermon to cover this week. So please bear with us as, as I'm on the road. It just was too much to be able to do any new content. But we'll be back with you Tuesday, the 20th of June, live. Me. Next Tuesday, we'll we still be live, but pre-recorded. But I'll be live with you, Lord willing, Tuesday, June 20th. Pastor Sharam Hadian, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May you shine his countenance and make his name known. Let's honor him in all that we do. God bless you guys. Have a blessed weekend. And we'll see you uh, next week back with our show. Thank you for being with us today.